Hello and welcome to day 240 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Today we'll be reading from Song of Songs, chapters 5 and 6, the Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 10, verses 28 through 33, and 1 Corinthians, chapter 9. Let us begin with Song of Songs, chapter 5. I came into my garden, O my sister, my bride, I harvested my myrrh, with my spices. I ate my bread with my honey and drank my wine with my milk. O friends, eat and drink, and O brothers, drink abundantly. I sleep, but my heart keeps watch. The voice of my beloved, he knocks at the door. Open to me, my sister, my companion, my dove, my perfect one, for my head is wet with dew, and my locks of hair with the drops of the night. I have taken off my tunic. How can I put it back on? I have washed my feet. How can I dirty them? My beloved put his hand by the opening of the door, and my heart was stirred by him. I arose to open my beloved, my hands dripped with myrrh, my fingers with choice myrrh, upon the hand... Upon the handles of the door, I opened it for my beloved, but my beloved had passed by. My soul went after him because of his word, and I sought him, but did not find him. I called him, but he did not answer me. The watchmen who encircled the city found me. They struck and wounded me. The guards of the walls removed my veil. I implore you, O daughters of Jerusalem, by the hosts and powers of the field. If you find my beloved, what should you tell him? that I am wounded with love. What is your beloved more than another beloved, my beautiful one among women? What is your beloved more than another beloved, that you implore us? My beloved is a shining and fiery light, chosen from countless thousands. His head is like refined gold. His locks of hair are shiny and black, like a raven's feathers. His eyes are like those of doves sitting by pools of water, having eyes bathed in milk and fitly set. His cheeks are like bowls of spices pouring forth perfumes. His lips are lilies dripping choice myrrh. His hands are like elaborate gold set with precious stones. His stomach is like an ivory tablet inlaid with sapphire stones. His legs are like pillars of marble established on golden feet. His appearance is like Lebanon, choice as the cedar trees. His mouth is most sweet and altogether desirable. This is my beloved, my companion, O daughters of Jerusalem." Song of Songs, Chapter 6 Where has your beloved gone? Your beautiful one among women. Where has your beloved turned his attention? For we will seek him with you. My beloved has gone down to his garden, to the beds of, of spice, to shepherd his sheep in the gardens and to gather lilies. I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine. He who shepherds his sheep among the lilies. You are beautiful, my companion. You are my good pleasure. You are as beautiful as Jerusalem. You are as awesome as an army set in array. Turn away your eyes from me. Turn away your eyes from before me, for they have ravished me. Your hair is like flocks of goats coming down from Gilead. Your teeth are as flocks of sheep that are sheared, which came up from the washing. All of them bear twins, and none among them is barren. Your lips are like scarlet thread, and your manner of speech is lovely. Your cheeks outside your veil are like the rind of a pomegranate. There are sixty queens and eighty concubines, and maidens without number. My dove, my perfect one, is the love, is the only one.
and she is the only one of her mother, the choice of the one who bore her. The daughters saw her and considered her blessed. The queens and the concubines will also praise her. Who is she who looks forth as the early morning, beautiful as the moon, choice as the sun, awesome as armies set in array? I went down to the orchid of nut trees to see the fruits of the valley, to see if the vineyards had blossomed and if the pomegranates had put forth blossoms. There I will give my breast to you. My soul did not know it. It made me as the chariots of Amminibdab. Proverbs of Solomon, chapter 10, verse 28. The fear of the Lord increases days, but the years of the ungodly will be shortened. Gladness continues for the righteous, but the hope of the ungodly perishes. The fear of the Lord is the stronghold of a holy man, but destruction is for those who work evil. A righteous man will never fail, but the ungodly shall not inhabit the earth. The mouth of a righteous man distills wisdom, but the tongue of an unrighteous man utterly destroys. The lips of righteous men distill grace, but the mouth of the ungodly is is perverse. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Am I not an apostle? Am, am I not free? Have I not seen Jesus Christ our Lord? Are you not my work in the Lord? If I am not an apostle to others, yet doubtless I am to you, for you are the seal of my apostleship in the Lord. My defense to those who examine me is this. Do we have no right to eat and drink? Do we have no right to take along a believing wife, as do also the other apostles, the brothers of the Lord and Cephas? Or is it only Barnabas and I who have no right to refrain from working? Whoever goes to war at his own expense, who plants a vineyard and does not eat of its fruit, or who tends a flock and does not drink of the milk of the flock. Do I say these things as a mere man? Or does not the law say the same also? For it is written in the law of Moses, You shall not muzzle an ox while it treads out the grain. Is it oxen God is concerned about? Or does he say it all together for our sakes? For our sakes, no doubt, this is written, that he who plows should plow in hope, and he who threshes in hope should be partaker of his hope. If we have sown spiritual things for you, it is it a great thing if we reap your material things? If others are partakers of this right over you, are we not even more? Nevertheless, we have not used this right, but endure all things, lest we hinder the gospel of Christ. Do you not know that those who minister the holy things eat of the things of the temple, and those who serve at the altar partake of the offerings of the altar? Even so, the Lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should live from the gospel. But I have used none of these things, nor have I written these things, that it should be done so to me. For it would be better for me to die than that anyone should make my boasting void. For if I preach the gospel, I have nothing to boast of. For necessity is laid upon me. Yes, woe is me if I do not preach the gospel. For if I do this willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, I have been entrusted with a stewardship. What is my reward then? That when I preach the gospel, I may present the gospel of Christ without charge, that I may not abuse my authority in the gospel. For though I am free from all men, I have made myself a servant to all, that I might win the more. And to the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might win Jews. 
to those who are under the law, as under the law, that I might win those who are under the law. To those who are without law, as without law, not being without law toward God, but under law toward Christ, that I might win those who are without law. To the weak I became as weak, that I might win the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. Now this I do for the gospel's sake, that I may, that I may be partaker of it with you. Do, do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but only one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight, not as one who beats the air. But I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified." Thank you for joining me on day 240 of the Orthodox Study Bible in One Year podcast. Tune in next time for day 241.